0: Welcome back to Six Minute Sessions. I'm your host, Jonathan Sixtos, and we tackle life one topic at a time. And if you have a few minutes, I'd love to talk to you today about a minister's thoughts on two years of COVID-19. Now, the first two episodes of the podcast, we focused on education and how that system adapted and rose to the challenge when this virus, this pandemic, took over our planet and today also as a licensed and ordained minister, youth pastor, associate minister at my local church, I'd like to share with you from my heart just about some things that were revealed and tested and tried through the fire as we have navigated and continue to navigate this pandemic. And the first thing I want to start out with is a core truth, if you are I don't know if anybody's taking notes on the podcast, but just a nugget for you is that when your routine is disrupted, your priorities become Clear, And I'll say that again, that when your routine is disrupted, your priorities, they become very clear. And as the body of Christ, not necessarily my, only my local fellowship, but fellowships across the country and around the world, as we've seen, have had to face the fact that we are navigating this pandemic in an age where technology has helped us, but we also have to make sure that our priorities are aligned. Now, as someone who is a very strong supporter of personal liberties and freedom of religion, I've always been wary of government overreach, but I think if I had to boil it down, we saw fellowships having to choose what they were going to prioritize. Would we prioritize fighting, or would we prioritize fellowship? Are we going to make our main message one that we're rallying the troops, or is it one where we are gathering the family? Now, I'm not saying that those two choices are exclusive. We saw many people continue to advocate against government overreach while making accommodations for the needs of their at-risk populations, and I think that's great. I think that's part of the message of the gospel. You know, Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the good news. That's the title of our local fellowship, Good News Church. But in a way that it can be acceptable to those people. You know, Paul says in the New Testament, I'm all things to all men that I might win some to Christ. And that's where I have a revelation of my own that I like to share with uh, ministers. I say the gospel is always powerful, but it also needs to be palatable. So what we saw was that some people chose to emphasize how they are going to stand up to government overreach and they're going to advocate for their personal liberties. And I think that unfortunately several times that came at the cost of grace and that came at the cost of the core message of love. And thankfully, we have seen kind of a course correction in many churches. Um, we have seen many ministers continue to advocate for the needs of their communities and populations, whether it is mask wearing or uh, abiding by mask mandates. And there's a difference between mask mandates and failure to allow churches to congregate. You know, we are very strongly in favor of allowing people to gather together. We're also very strongly in favor of online church for um, at-risk populations, and we'll talk next time more about the systemic changes and how we've utilized technology in broadcasting the message of the gospel. But as we are looking at today, our priorities, each and every one of us, ministers around the globe, had to decide what is our number one priority. Is our number one priority advocating for our personal liberties, or is our number one priority advocating for the needs of our communities? And I've been so blessed over the last two years to see how even the pandemic itself is not an avenue of persecution. It's my personal stance. And many people maybe have tried to play martyr or play up the inconveniences that have faced the local body. But an inconvenience is not persecution. An inconvenience is an opportunity to adapt. And I'm so blessed to see how particularly the American church, but also churches around the world, have utilized technology to to continue to meet the needs of their communities. We were able to share via Facebook Live. That's the avenue, the outlet that we mostly use, but I've seen a lot of streaming, a lot of YouTube, a lot of Instagram content. The gospel is more accessible now than it has ever been, and for that I am thankful. Now, as a local body, we have also had to deal with a lot of trauma, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of fear. And thankfully, the Bible tells us in 2 Timothy that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. And for those who continually put in information from extra-biblical sources, I'm not going to say anything about particular news outlets, but I will say that if you are feeding on fear, then you are going to be fueled by fear. And as we have seen the body of Christ rise to this challenge, I'm so thankful for all the ministers and all the churches around the country who have not given in to the spirit of fear and framed themselves as uh, righteous warriors or holy martyrs, but continue to say, okay, these are the circumstances, we're going to continue to meet as we can, we're going to continue to distribute the gospel message as we can, but also meeting the needs of the community, also recognizing we need to... Get back to the basics. We need to focus on our families because children are being uh, emotionally compromised by the inconsistencies here and what we've seen in education and how we've had to adapt for families and parents and families dealing with recession and economic difficulties. And the church, I believe, should be the premier advocate for families. I don't believe that the government should solve all of our problems. I believe that the body of Christ should minister to the needs of its constituents, its members, its mission field. So I've been blessed to see the church rise to the occasion, and in the next episode we'll talk about what that looked like systemically and technologically. But as we saw today, when your routine is disrupted, your priorities are are brought into sharp focus. And as always, the priority of the church needs to be to go into the world and preach the good news. So thank you guys for sharing a few minutes of your time, and I will see you next time.